It's great to have you on with us on the Tech Ed Podcast. I am your host, Matt Kirkner. If you were with us last week, you know that we heard from some great manufacturers, Harley-Davidson, Plexus, Generac, Greenheck, Kohler Company, as they talked about how Industry 4.0 technology is transforming their organizations. We did it in the form of sharing with you a webinar that I was involved with last year in which these individuals joined us to talk about how Industry 4.0 is affecting them, affecting their coworkers, and affecting their businesses. As you know, given that it was a webinar format, we hear a few references to slides. If you hear those this week, you can certainly ignore those this week as well. It's going to be a lot of fun listening to some of the most recognizable companies in the United States share how they are building gold standard world-class partnerships with their educators at every level, at the K-12 level, technical college level, university level, as we in the world of advanced manufacturing prepare for a new line of talent coming in to manufacturing. So this week, we are going to hear from Sargento, Ashley Furniture, SC Johnson, Rockwell Automation, and we are going to hear from Jim Wall, the executive director of the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. As many of you already know, SACA is an organization that is building out third-party credentials so that an industrial employer, when they are looking for talent that is familiar with the types of technologies we see in the world of Industry 4.0, they can identify those individuals by the certifications that they hold, certifications from the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. So in this episode, we will talk about how we build amazing bonds with educators, how we build amazing bonds with industrial employers, all in the spirit of creating the next generation of advanced manufacturing talent. Welcome to the Tech Ed Podcast, where we visit with leaders who are shaping, innovating, and disrupting technical education. People who are not afraid to think differently, not afraid to try something new, all with the goal of securing the American dream for the next generation of STEM and workforce talent. Now, our next guest, her name is Ann Troka. She's a name that's known very well to a number of folks across the state of Wisconsin. For those of you who don't know Sargento, Sargento Foods, uh, under the current leadership, now the third generation of leaders of that company, they manufacture and market shredded cheese, sliced cheese, snack cheese, as well as ingredients and sauces. They've been a great partner to education in the state of Wisconsin. So uh, one of the things that Ann has been involved with, among many, is this whole program she calls Manufacturing 4.0. And it is a consortium of four industrial slash production employers, four school districts to inspire young people around careers in manufacturing and advanced manufacturing and industry 4.0. And just as important, give them the skills necessary to be successful when they get there. So tell us about that program, about the opportunity for those students to earn SACA certifications and about the project itself. We started our work with Manufacturing 4.0 a few years ago, and we looked at what our current employees would need, but also what our future talent needs to become aware and excited about careers in manufacturing at Sargento. Uh, we started conversations with other businesses, with education partners, and brainstorming ideas of how we could bring it to life for future talent. And one of the ideas that actually we started building was with four schools and four businesses got together and started building this partnership of how we could um, help students, our future workforce, 
connect with our businesses to really get skills that we need and skills that the students will need as well to make them employable in a variety of different careers because manufacturing 4.0 is in manufacturing as well as many other industries as well. So as we started building the partnership, we worked, as I said, with four high schools, four different businesses. We also partnered with Inspire and we partnered with Lakeshore Technical College. And through those conversations, we built four different classes and we actually then uh, moved on to a fifth class. So we have Mechatronics A, Mechatronics B, Industrial Controls and Robotics. And currently we're building the Internet of Things course with the cross-function of manufacturing and IT. The first four classes are really giving students skills that our current employees, that we're working on upskilling our current employees as well, because so much of our manufacturing environment is becoming much more automated. So we'll need people, but the people won't do the repetitive or heavy work. They'll be doing more of the complex work, which the robots will do the heavy and repetitive work. And then our people will be working with automation and technology and artificial intelligence. And as they do that, we wanted to give them the skills that they need through these four classes. And looking at it, we also had one of our team members, Bruce Wisniewski, who sat on the SACA certification committee. And we realized through conversations with LTC that the four classes that we're building for high school, we can eventually roll each of them to become certified classes where students can take the SACA certification and have that, that they can put that on their resume when they're applying for jobs. We're still building the different opportunities for students that those certifications will be used for, but it will definitely give them the skills that we need in our future talent, as well as the skills we're using with our current employees to upskill them for roles that they have in Manufacturing 4.0. So to bring the program to life, we did think about how it would look in a high school setting. And we worked together, the eight partners, and we built a curriculum uh, for each of the four classes. Then we partnered together and pooled resources and also applied for grants through the state of Wisconsin. And we were able to purchase the equipment in each of the buildings and also use equipment to rotate among the four different partners to the different buildings. In addition, we worked in a classroom guest visit from each of our four companies and on, also an on-site career visit. Lastly, we connected the courses to full-time employment opportunities and entry-level positions that required a high school diploma and 18 years old. So we really connected with the students to show them you know, who our employees were by coming into their classroom. This year due to the pandemic, we did it virtually, but we hope in the next school year we can do that on-site and in-person. The equipment that they're touching really shows them the skills that they're going to need and the technology they'll, they'll be using. And then when they come on site to visit our company, they actually see that equipment much larger scale and how it's used in the real world. And then again, we connect them to people in positions such as production utility, what that role, what that position looks like, um, what our employees, you know, what they're excited about within that career path. So those students can get excited about their future as well. And then if they choose to go on to technical college, or university, we also stay in touch with them. Throughout the program, we call them mentor circles. And as the students going on for their continuing education, hopefully they'll stay connected to their mentor. And then we can connect them at the right time for the student and at the right time for Sargento. We're really connecting education to success. Just a great example of how we can create consortiums between private enterprise, between our educators, all for the benefit of our students, all for the benefit of securing the American dream for the next generation of STEM 
and manufacturing talent. So we certainly appreciate Anne's participation uh, in that program. You can tell she and her team are huge supporters of the SACA initiative as well, as is our next guest, somebody that I've had the pleasure of working with over the course of the last year. He actually came over to Ashley Furniture from Boeing on this whole topic of really, really cool titles. I think you're right in there in the mix uh, looking for the coolest title, Anthony Ebio, Director of Industry 4.0 Learning at Ashley Furniture. Just to introduce your company, and, and as Anthony knows, I've worked closely on a number of initiatives with Ashley Furniture over the course of the last several years. Many of us uh, knew and many of you might know Ashley for its retail presence, but in addition to all those retail stores, they're actually the largest manufacturer of furniture anywhere in the world employing some 30,000 people. Their founder and chairman, Ron Wanick, and their CEO, Todd Wanick, have become really good friends of mine. Both recently appeared on our podcast, by the way, the Tech Ed podcast. They have invested millions and millions of dollars into their local high schools and in the training of their own workforce. So Anthony, my question for you is this. You've been involved and Ashley has been involved with SACA literally from its very inception. High school students taking classes on your mobile skills lab earn SACA credentials, and you've now opened two advanced technology maker centers where your team members gain important competencies in industry 4.0 technologies. Tell our audience about your investment in your current team members, those incumbent workers at Ashley that are working through this curriculum to learn industry 4.0. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. And um you know, well, one of the things you, you mentioned in investment, um, you know, recently we released that, you know, Ashley Furniture had reinvested a billion dollars into the company uh, with one of those key focus areas around talent and the future workforce. Uh, you know, like many of the people that mentioned on the phone, you know, we're having a hard time keeping pace with either the customer demand or just the change in technology. Uh, and, you know, you had mentioned some of the partnerships we have with, uh, with the high schools uh, to build that external pipeline. Um, you know, but it's not, uh, you know, we're just not cranking out the learning and the students fast enough, right? And so one of the things that we're working on is, uh, you know, uh, posturing our internal, our incumbent workers to fill those future roles. And so we had to really focus on developing our internal workforce, you know, to really get them prepared for industry 4.0. And one of the things we found is we, you know, we don't want to just go in there and start teaching everybody IOT or, uh, you know, the interconnectivity and making sure that we are pacing the learning uh, and pacing the, the development of the workforce, making sure we're aligned to the business and making sure that they're ready for it, right? And so we found ourselves leveraging a lot of the SACA uh, structure to make sure that we have not only the things that support industry 4.0, but all the way back to 2.0, because there's still some processes depending on the site or location that just because the product we make, it's going to be pretty manual and the standard assembly line. We have some uh, you know, of our internal training programs, such as uh, manufacturing core training, operator certification programs, as well as targeted maintenance technician training, uh, all of which is very similar and aligned to SACA. Uh, and so it's just one of those things where it's, it's very refreshing to see that, you know, you have, uh, you know, these uh, institutions and alliances that are, are aligned to what we're actually using and needing. And like SACA, all of those programs, you know, are connected. Uh, and they also provide that clear path for, you know, career development and, you know, a clear path for employees to retool in preparation for industry 4.0, I think everybody can, you know, share in that same sentiment that there is a lot of concern about, okay, well, technology is going to, you know, replace my job, but it's really just going to create different types of jobs and being very transparent and showing that career path and mirroring those learning paths, you know, to industry 4.0 with career development opportunities. And so that's one of the things that, you know, partnering with SACA and a lot of the industry leaders is making sure that, you know, we're very deliberate about how we partner with external schools, 
how we partner with industry leaders like yourselves just to make all that happen and all of us to be successful on the on the end of this. Thank you, Anthony. And I love your characterization around Industry 4.0. Yes, displacing some careers, but creating a lot of really, really cool new ones and in your commitment and the commitment on the part of your company to prepare those incumbent workers for that changing technology is certainly to be commended as is your support of Saka and your continued leadership at Ashley Furniture. So thank you so much for joining us. Our next guest is another great partner, somebody that I've gotten to know really well the last several years, a gentleman for whom I have really a great deal of respect. Ken Evans is the Associate Maintenance Manager for SC Johnson. Great to have you on today. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you being here. I want to introduce SC Johnson. A number of our attendees probably are familiar with, with your company and your brands, but let's face it, if you've used Pledge, Glade, Off, Mr. Muscle, Ziploc, Windex, and who among us can't include at least one, if not multiple brands like that, among the products that we're using on a regular basis, if you're using those products and others, you are a customer of SC Johnson. It is a family-owned company headquartered in Racine, Wisconsin, and it's been an amazing Wisconsin employer for over 130 years. And when I say amazing employer, I'm not just saying that as just one example of SC Johnson's incredible commitment to education. Earlier this year, that company announced a $5.5 million investment in their local technical College, Gateway Technical College, to provide career pathways to STEM for individuals in underserved populations. So just one great example, Ken, of your company's incredible commitment to education and to technology. My question for you is this, SC Johnson's deployed an extensive incumbent employee training program that includes the opportunity to earn SACA credentials. And I would love for you to tell our audience about that program. Yeah, we... we went through a few generations of figuring out what needed for our employees and really understanding um, what do we want for the employees coming in and where our current employees are at currently and how to upskill our current employees. We uh, deployed an assessment, um, an internal assessment to determine um, where the skills our employees are. There's one where you think you're at and then there's reality of where you're, where you're really at. So uh, we implemented that, and, and then we built a curriculum with Gateway and with, with using the SACA format to build a curriculum to send our employees to school, either online or on the Gateway campus. So it, it's, it's, it's a dual path for employees. Some employees want a, a degree, and, and they can go that route, and some just want to learn and just want the skill. And what we found out is the, the excitement from the employees. We anticipated the younger employees would be excited to learn because also there's a, a payoff, you know, from skills that you, you earn. But what we also were surprised that the uh, more senior employees were excited to learn and, and excited about the new technology. About seven years ago, our company made a commitment to um, upgrade our technology so that we are more current and we can respond faster and we can get the data collection we need to better maintain our equipment. So that coming from the top down really got our employees excited about that. So right now we have about 70 to 75 of our technicians enrolled, actively enrolled in some type of technical training. So we're starting a 4.0, industry 4.0 platform. We have some initial meetings in one of our departments to determine what equipment to buy to plan for the future. We have some obsolescence, but we're, as we plan and we work with engineering, 
the question is, what is the future going to look like and how do we plan and what skills do our employees need to get there and to help us um, in the future? So we, we are really excited about it. And I'm excited about the, the path that we're going. I'm excited about the excitement of the students and that they're engaged. They're disappointed if they didn't make a class or if the class was too full. So we're really doing everything we can to provide them the tools that they need to be successful so that the company obviously in turn can be successful. It's been a great partnership with Gateway. The soccer format, they're really excited because it gives them increments in the soccer um, platform to show success along the way. A lot of times when you're in an associate program, associate degree program, you, you gotta wait till you get to the degree to get some recognition. Under soccer, they can get incremental steps of, of recognition and, and be proud of it. And, and we're proud of them too. Well, and we're so enthusiastic for that excitement around and on the part of your employees, Ken, especially as you suggest, some of those more seasoned employees still recognize that as industry 4.0 advances, as manufacturing technology advances, it's so very important for them to make sure that their skills remain sharp. Uh, you know, So thank you certainly for all those kind words. Thank you for your leadership. Um, and thank you for everything that you have taught us. And I mean, all of us about incumbent worker training. You have a tremendous background and a tremendous commitment to SC Johnson and to your people. And I really, really appreciate you being with us today. Our final industry subject matter expert, before we turn a little bit of the discussion over to my dear friend, Jim Wall, is Michael Cook. Uh, Michael's got another great title, Director of Global <laughs> Academic Partnerships. So Michael, so great to have you on board. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate being here. Yep. We appreciate you being here as well. Uh, now, as Michael knows, I have a soft spot in my heart for Rockwell Automation. I actually had the opportunity to serve as CEO of a Rockwell spinoff for about 10 years. Uh, and Michael and his team are having a huge impact on technical education, uh, not just in Wisconsin, but across the United States and really in a lot of ways around the globe. So my question for you, Michael, is this. In so many ways, Rockwell Automation is helping to lead the Industry 4.0 revolution uh, around the entire globe, across the planet. And as part of that leadership, your company recently signed on as a platinum sponsor of the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. What is it, Michael, about Saka's model that was so very attractive to Rockwell Automation? Thanks, Matt. I think at the outset, you know, uh, our sponsorship has, has just been validated by everything I've heard <laughs> to this point. I'm really honored and I think it validates our, our approach. And I think what's really happening is with Industry 4.0, so many companies are grappling with just understanding where they are with their own digital transformation journeys. You know, and as we see the proliferation of Ethernet IP, really being able to connect this ITOT integration piece, we heard a little bit about systems integration. Companies are starting to get uh, a, high, a heightened awareness of the new risks of adopting these new technologies. And really at the heart of that is, you know, what enables that is not just the technology, it's the people. So when you think of the talent side and the academic side, we've really been trying to work to bring the connected enterprise to life for students, such as the Connected Systems Institute. But a key part of what's really been missing is that common language of Industry 4.0 workforce standards. You know, that, that's the key, key enabler to really support these talent roadmaps and, and the pathways and to create clarity around that for workforce. So when we think of how we you know, really engage with SACA and, and what SACA means, you know, SACA has been really working closely to develop those standards from the fundamental levels right up to the more integrated systems levels as you kind of start to integrate these new technologies. 
around industry 4.0 pillars. So you think with systems integration, we're thinking automation, we're thinking robotics, we're thinking analytics, we're thinking AI and, uh, and, and looking at how these integrate and with that comes risk. And when people adopt these technologies, uh, companies are really trying to understand how to maximize their return on invest investment. What's acceptable risk? What's your business strategy and how you adopt these technologies? And then the, the key enablement is really on the people side. So when we think about Saka, no one company can really do this alone. So we kind of in this privileged company uh, with common interests. And Saka is really that for us is that primary credentialing nonprofit body that's focused on this effort in this way. I think it's really uh, providing significant leadership here. The, just the general process, and we've heard before about the technical work groups and creating that, ensuring that there's a close fidelity between the academic space as well as what's, what we find relevant in industry. That alignment is, is a significant part of what I think soccer brings. And then at the same time, really thinking about setting standards that we can build on as we go forward and we see new technologies coming into this being integrated um, that can be referenced back in these talent roadmaps to enable the technology to be successful. And I think um, you mentioned at the outset, you know, the assessments, you know, access to certifications and credentials in this way, at very, very low cost makes it accessible. And I think for us as industry, we have to start to rethink, how can we really assist with access to technical education? We're trying to drive an increased diversity in the pipeline. We're trying to lower entry barriers. And if you really put this into context, you know, if we accept the reality that there are around 2.8 million jobs that, that are going unfilled, or we think are going to be unfilled in advanced manufacturing, and we're already trying to upskill, we need to think differently about impact. And you know the quality and how we can scale with a common language of industry 4.0 workforce standards, that needs to be consistent. And, and we almost got to treat this like an engineering design project. We actually have to have a process and a roadmap. And I think SACA brings all that together for us. And you know, what's really neat, and I, I, some of the speakers had mentioned this as well, but you know the, the pathways really fit with modern education systems. And they also fit very closely with employers from a learning and development pathways perspective as well. So for us, I think it's just a natural to be a platinum sponsor of Saka. And you know, we're honored to be in the company of other manufacturers that along with us can contribute to development of those standards and then have the significant impact on manufacturing competitiveness in the US. You know, I think it's uh, definitely the right approach. And I think for education, it's got, this is going to be very impactful. And yeah, we're really pleased to be a part of Saka. And Michael, just some great comments around the importance of assessments, importance of, of having a flexible system. I love the reference to engineering design in terms of how the Saka certifications have been put together, uh, because there has been just tremendous thought and tremendous yeah. uh, precision in terms of how Jim has done these. And so Jim, turning to Jim Wall, I want to introduce to our audience uh, the gentleman who's really in so many ways responsible for the movement of the Smart Automation Certification Alliance across the country and across the globe, somebody that had tremendous vision 
several years ago in putting this organization together. Uh, Jim Wall is the executive director of the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. I've worked side by side with Jim for three years now. I serve on his national board. I'm honored to do so. I want to close out our time together uh, with our audience today with this question for you. Uh, We've heard from some of the most recognizable manufacturers in the state of Wisconsin. Some might say on the entire planet. And much of what we've heard today absolutely validates your vision in creating the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. Tell our audience about that vision and maybe if you just have a minute or so to tell us about what's on the near horizon for SACA. Well, thank you, Matt. I I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here today. And uh, clearly the vision from the beginning was to develop a system that's based on industry-developed, industry-validated standards that clearly uh, define uh, the competencies, performance indicators, and knowledge indicators that are required of individuals to succeed in, in the world of Industry 4.0. And uh, we also had a vision that the system needed to be very modular and flexible. There's so many variables in the, the, the world that having a system that, that is flexible and provide a lot of opportunities for individuals, not only in industry, but in education, to have pathways that could be very different from one another, but still be part of uh, this whole international standards that have been developed around Industry 4.0. And, you know, we're really excited that every day we're having Zoom meetings with with organizations uh, certainly around the country and and around the world that are uh, looking to use these credentials and micro-credentials in a little bit different way, but that fits their needs, uh, but they're still part of of a standardized system, and and we're, we're really, really excited about that. Perfect, Jim. I want to thank you personally for your leadership, for all the great work you're doing on behalf of our students and our, of our incumbent employees across the United States and the globe as well, and certainly for all the industrial employers that are clearly seeing a benefit from your very, very dedicated and hard work. To those industrial employers, all of them that gathered with us today, thank you so much. Quite the intriguing episode of the Tech Ed Podcast. As we heard from folks from Sargento, Ashley Furniture, S.C. Johnson, Rockwell Automation. We heard from the executive director of the Smart Automation Certification Alliance all about how we create great relationships, great partnerships between the world of advanced manufacturing and the world of education. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something. And most important, as we look to the future, I hope you take what you learned and put that to work in building relationships. If you're an industrial employer, get in touch with your local school district, know your local technical college, partner with the universities in your area that are doing research and training the next level of skilled talent for the world of Industry 4.0. That's what we need to do. If you are a educator, you heard what industrial employers value in their partnerships with educators. Go out and ask for help, not money. Ask them to be involved in your organizations, to serve on your advisory boards, to tell you what they are seeing in the world of advanced manufacturing as they prepare for the future so that in the same way you can prepare for the future. I also want to touch really briefly on what we heard last week. And in that particular episode, we heard all about how industrial employers are preparing their advanced manufacturing environments for the world of Industry 4.0, how they are deploying these technologies, how these technologies are changing their entire approach to advanced manufacturing. If you missed that first episode in this two-episode series, I would certainly encourage you to go back and take a listen to that episode from a week ago. 
if you heard references to slides and you're interested in learning a little bit more about what it was we were referring to in those slides, you can check the, the show notes for the link to the webinar itself. And by now, whether you listen to episode one, episode two, or both, you are absolutely intrigued by the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. I would wholeheartedly encourage you on behalf of SACA to go to SACA.org, that's S-A-C-A.org, learn all about this great organization. If you're an educator, it's going to show you how you can align your programs to what advanced manufacturing employers are looking for. And if you are an advanced manufacturing employer, you now have the perfect way to source and identify talent that has been trained in the world of Industry 4.0 if you're partnered with the Smart Automation Certification Alliance. Thank you so much for being with us this week on the Tech Ed Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Tech Ed Podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe, leave a review, and if you like this episode, share it with a friend. New episodes launch every Tuesday, so listen in next week.